Hello and welcome back to the Method to the Madness podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Laverne, and joining me is my lovely co-host, Mitchie Hartnett. How are you this fine evening, Mitchie? Hey guys. Yeah, I'm good. Pat, how are you going? That's good, man. I'm also doing pretty well. Today, we are reviewing the 2019 Oscar-winning film Parasite, directed by Bong Joon-ho, starring... I'm only going to say the actors who play the main family, and sorry about the pronunciation, I do not know Korean pronunciation, so forgive me. Yeah, same for me as well. That's just a disclaimer for anyone listening. We can't speak Korean. Yeah. It is starring Park So-dam, Choi Woo-shik, Kang Ho-song, and Jung Hai-jin. Hai-jin? I... Hai-jin, yeah. yeah. And, and So-dam. So-dam. She fine, So-dam. Uh, I don't know. I don't know which one that is, but sure, I'll take your word for it. That's the hot one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That narrows it down. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we'll start off with the overall impressions. What did you think of this film, Mitchie? I thought it was a very, very, very solid movie. Like, I can't really say there's anything terrible about it. I can't really say anything terribly great about it. Hmm. I, I guess, like, if I was watching this and I didn't know that it won four Oscars or whatever it won, then I'd be like, yeah, sure, this is a pretty good movie. But the fact that it won so many Oscars, I'm like, okay, like, uh, you, you kind of look for it, right? Like, you go in, you're like, oh, this must be a fucking good movie. It had won four Oscars. And then you go in there and expect something awesome. And I'm like, okay, well, how did it win four Oscars? And I'm still baffled by that. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, I'm with you. That's actually a pretty good way to describe it. It's a solid film in the way that... It is not wild. Like, it is... You know what I mean? It's a very competently made film. Mm. It's 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 so competent. Not to say that, you know, I still enjoyed the hell out of it. I think it is a great film, but it is, it is plain in its competency. Mm. And it's certainly... The first time I wasn't expecting... I had, had no idea what this film was about. And so going into it with no expectations, I enjoyed myself immensely. The second time around, after catching up on all the culture and the buzz around this film, reading into analysis, you know, knowing that it won the Oscar and then rewatching it, I wasn't as enthralled. Still had a good time, but yes, we'll get into it. Yes, we will. So, on to the summary. In the slums of contemporary South Korea, the Park family resides in a seemingly perpetual state of poverty. However, they are still amicable as a family. When the son, Ki-woo, gets a job tutoring the daughter of a very wealthy family, the Kims, he deceives his way into getting his whole family hired for multiple jobs under the guise of unfamiliar association. During one night when the Kim family is out on a camping trip, the Parks spend a lavish night in their borrowed home until the old housekeeper comes back claiming she forgot something. It's revealed that there's a secret basement underneath the house where the housekeeper's husband has been hiding for four years. The Kim's secret that they are all a family get busted, resulting in a scuffle that leaves the housekeeper dead. The next day, the Kims plan a garden party with all the parks in attendance. The basement-dwelling husband emerges to exact revenge on the Kims, ends up bashing in Kiwoo's head with his lucky rock, and stabs the daughter, Ki Jong, to death. During this, the father finally snaps at Mr. Park for dehumanizing him and kills Mr. Kim. He flees to the basement, and after Kiwoo recovers, he formulates a plan to one day become rich and buy back the house so that his father can be free. The end. Hmm, yes. So, I like, one of the things I like about this film is the title, Parasite, as it can be applied to both families. They're parasites in different ways. The Kims are parasites using the system. Wait, are there, 
Are the Kims a rich family or the poor family? Can't remember. The Kims are the rich family. The rich family, okay, The sure. Parks are the poor one. Yep. The Kims are parasites in the sense that they're, they're able to hold their wealth because of class divide. By keeping half of the people poor, the other half get to be rich kind of thing. So, you know, classic uh, capitalism going on right there. And the Parks are paras- parasites in more of a direct sense in which they are scamming the Kims, sort of living more directly off their wealth. Basically, they both leech off the system, right? I mean, but the objective of both families is to make money, as it is for most of, most of us in life. I don't think the Parks leech off the Kims through the system, though. No, but, but what, what I mean by that, by the system, I mean like, the system of capitalism, which is like the ultimate objective of just making money, right? I mean, mm, well, but then you, you you see their motivation a little bit more because they are poor, so obviously they want money. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I guess they leech off them by getting paid. So yeah, you're yeah. you're right. It is through the system. Pay, paid for false work. Yeah. 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 Okay, and so this brings us to some good old Marxism. Our boy Karl Marx. Just so we know, we're, we're uni students, so, like, <laughs> Marxism is a big thing for us. Yeah, I, I jerk off while reading Marxism. Yeah, yeah. Isn't um, that what we all do while we, you know, protest? Yeah. And just... wear our Dr. Airway <laughs> Martin's boots or stuff, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, I don't know. Like, as, as, as far as all research is read from somewhere else... I got this from a Wisecrack video, so, like, you know, I, I I don't know. Does any research claim it as its own? Like, I don't... How does no. Re- yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the whole point? They, they teach you at school, you got to source it from somewhere, yeah, yeah, so really, yeah. you can't think for yourself. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, fine. I cited where I got this from. Wisecrack, there you go. So, society nowadays has a pretty negative connotation to it. You know, it's become a meme. You know that meme, we live in a society. It's like, you know, implying that uh, no matter how you live your life, the system will kick you down because it's inherently corrupt. But we forget society in the concept of society in its base form is just an aggregation of people, right? Capitalism is a system that's imposed onto it. Oh, yeah. By the way, Mitchie, did you know this movie is about capitalism? Oh, yeah. I thought it was just about how shit rich people are, but... I guess that's what capitalism is, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It it takes a real fucking some deep probing into this movie to find out that theme. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on capitalism because I'm a big fan myself. Quite like the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bet you fucking are, mate. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, make money so- and shit. <laughs> 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 I like capitalism. I can buy things. Yeah. Well, what, yeah. What, what, what would you rather have? I don't know. Soviet I'm Russia. Not, I'm not well read enough to. Gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only other system of society I can think of is is like, uh, what's it? Socialism. Yeah. So Soviet Russia. I'm. I don't even know how that works. So I'm. I can't speak to any of that. I think it it works well in a perfect society, which doesn't exist. So it doesn't work well. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Speaking of perfect society, in so. Marx's philosophy of labor and alienation states that, you know, in a utopic society, you don't assign value to the things you contribute because everyone's contribution is equal and everyone contributes to, you know, keep the society alive, to make it function. But as soon as you introduce this concept of capital, 
suddenly suddenly you create a lot of inequality because the thing you contribute has a specific value which may be more or less than what your peers or what other people create and as a result it turns your perspective inwards and you know it, it alienates us from our peers and our community and my favorite example of uh this being put into practice is at the end of that rick and morty episode about the purge where they're like trying to design a new system for their society yeah and they're like well <laughs> how about you look after his kids and then i'll make bread and then he's like well <laughs> and then some other dude's like well, what you know should i do i get more bread for looking after his kids and no well why not and then they start killing each other and <laughs> it just escalates so quickly is that the one on, like, a kind of, like, setback planet? Like, they're kind of old-fashioned, right? Yeah, yeah, Aren't yeah. Are they all farmers with pitchforks and shit? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, yeah, the moments after introducing the concept of capitalism, they, they start hacking away at each other. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so it, it's weird because this inwards perspective, it just doesn't apply to the individual. It's, as you can see from the movie, like, the, you know, the family, both families are really kind of amiable with each other they there's no there seems to be no discord they're very wholesome in their relationships toward each other but you know they're still really kind of dispassionate and apathetic toward the other family like both both families are dispassionate toward their reciprocal ones but neither of them are are evil it's just in fact they you know the movie presents them both families in quite an, an empathetic light and yeah i i think you know it's exactly what good storytelling does is show you the gray area, show you the complexities of ideas put into practice. Yeah, I mean, I can see both families being victims, right? Is I mean, one's a victim because they're obviously poor and they're forced to fake their job to make money. And then the other the other family, the richer family, they they suffer from really like a lack of that wholesome relationship that the poorer family have, you know. So like in both ways they're both disadvantaged in some way. Mm. And I guess you could say that is as a result of the capitalist system perhaps. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Park family, the poor family, are definitely more amicable with each other. But the Kim family is also, they're kind of symbiotic in their own family. Like, for example, like when, you know, when they're discussing uh, if they should fire their driver or not, the way they talk about it is like, you know, what's best for them mm. as a as a collective family. That was such a bizarre scene. Like, the underwear are there on this table and they're like dissecting them almost. Like this, just this object of such profundity like i don't know it was weird that was a weird scene (laughs) like they were kind of completely missing the point like you know like they were trying to like figure out what the character is of the girl that would have left the underwear there and it's just like yeah okay whatever like you're missing the point here you're being duped basically yeah it's it's great i like that really like that heist movie element that Mm. this has but yeah both families are just in it for themselves in the end is what this movie demonstrates yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Philosophy applied to stories. Isn't that interesting how that works? Yeah, like I I I appreciate this analysis and I think the movie does a good job at displaying it, but it's not very original, is it? But it doesn't have to be to be an effective film. I mean, that's that's for sure, but like I don't know, like Yeah. I just kind of watched it. I'm like, what's this movie trying to tell me, you know? Like because that's what I kind of always try and look for in movies. And it's like, oh, cool. Rich people are shit. Poor people are shit. People are shit. Society's shit. Like, you know, it, it, the themes there were pretty, like, prevalent. They were prevalent in, like, every other movie in the past. So, like, 
Uh, I, mm. It wasn't too interesting to me in that sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we've certainly been saturated with, you know, this disposition of capitalism is bad. That You know, that's it's not necessarily a novel message, but to be fair, I, I haven't really seen it the way Parasite has done it before, which I really like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, sure, it, it actually may be very similar to films that have come out in the past, but, you know, for younger people like us who haven't seen every movie in the world this is you know this is a fresh kind of experience yeah i mean i i just thought this movie was old boy 2.0 but anyway <laughs> that's just me apparently <laughs> <laughs> should we do old boy yeah i mean for, for those people who haven't seen that movie it's to me it's very similar in how it works it's, this guy gets trapped in a room for ages and then he by some mysterious person and then he seeks to find this mysterious person who's a rich guy and like i can't really remember what the motivation was something to do with fucking his sister or some shit but like well, he <laughs> he saw them his, his that guy and his sister fucking and then he told the whole school and then the sister killed herself and then he oh that's him. it yeah, yeah 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 and like i don't know i just thought it was so similar to that movie but and i'm like oh is it like a korean thing but, like, to be honest, these are the only two Korean movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. So, it's probably not the greatest judgment, but, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't really see the connection, but that's cool. <laughs> well, I do. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, for the past couple months, I've been working on a project trying to analyze the way we analyze films. And I have been slacking on this a lot. <laughs> so, I thought I'd use this podcast as a, uh, a way to exercise my thoughts on it to limber me up possibly motivate me to continue uh, to finish this and make it into something coherent and i thought i'd use parasite as an example because it is as i said before it is such a standard competently made film it just uses subtext in like all the most fitting ways so we established the main through line the main theme of this movie is capitalism right? Its disposition toward it is that it sucks dick. But, you know, that's all well and good. What What's the overall unique idea that this film is presenting? You'll hear every video essayist harp on about the ineffability of the message that stories can provide you. It's different from just straight up reading philosophy. And I never really understood why that was. I mean, I, I, I agreed with it that, you know, it, it's certainly a different way to take in information. It leaves a more profound impact on you than reading an essay. That's probably because it gives you information through emotion. That's certainly, I think that's one part of it. We'll start by asking, like, what's what's the difference between ideas and meaning? So how I've interpreted that is ideas are knowledge. So using this movie as an example, the, the principles and structures of capitalism are ideas, right? Uh, and the... the it uses th those ideas in this film to create a setting and to create conflict. But the meaning is how these ideas are applied to people. And so, you know, the film explores this idea of capitalism and its disposition toward it through the cause and effects, motivations, the actions, and the relationships of the characters. And it's about how the characters interpret that knowledge. So how they alter their being because of what they know about capitalism. And so I've I've made a term for this. Films are a knowledge simulation. A knowledge simulation. You fucking with that at all? So they simulate knowledge? Well, it, it, it simulates how 
knowledge is put into practice. You know what I mean? Not quite. Do explain. So, like, you know, the, you read about, you can read about capitalism all you want in an essay, in a book, whatever. It just explains everything that capitalism is. The concept of capital, you know, money, trading, all the rules and principles of capitalism. But it doesn't give you, like, an idea of how it actually applies to reality in the sense of how people go about existing with this system of capitalism in mind. And, yeah, it's movies like these that demonstrate it. How does it actually affect people? Basically, how are these ideas put into effect? And that's what I think meaning is. Like, a film's meaning is how those ideas are understood by characters and, you know, how, how they go about their lives with those ideas in mind. And then, ultimately, the film, you know, it, it probably has a disposition to all those ideas to start with. Like, in this movie, you know, it's, it's, it's really critical of capitalism all the way through, but... You know, the, the meaning is basically the the end, what you're left with after you finish the movie. It's like, wow, capitalism really destroyed those people's lives, you know. You can't really, I don't know, you can read about that in a philosophy book, but you, it doesn't demonstrate it as well as a film does, like this one. Right. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. So, yeah. in other words then, before film was a thing, before visual media was a thing, were people less able to kind of understand these things these meanings yeah i'd Is say so, yeah. yeah okay and then but then i also see movies film visual media is usually a lot more understandable than reading something right i mean that's mm. just because reading something generally requires more intelligence than watching something in some cases in a lot of cases right like, like rational intelligence yeah like well, well like the tv was invented in a sense to just provide entertainment to people who would never read books because they can't right and in a sense you could kind of see these things as dumbing down society and that's kind of the idea of what like boomers have nowadays right mm. and um it's kind of interesting what you're saying because obviously it does disseminate some sort of stronger meaning about these things to more of the populace because I think in a sense not only is it visually easier to understand like you're saying mm. but also it just appeases to it appeals sorry to more people because who read like reading a book and understanding something is a lot more difficult I guess this is, is what I'm trying to get across mm. so yeah, yeah. It is an interesting point you make. I like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's a much more effective way to get across information too by appealing to your emotions rather than your intellect. Mm. Like, it, it leaves a more lasting impression. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely achieve emotion a lot easier with with film because, you know, you've got the, the auditory and visual sensory experience, right? But while mm. you're reading a book, it's very hard to achieve emotion. And it's, it's possible. Like, yeah. you know, we've all read books where we feel very emotional in it, but... It's got to be a damn good book. I think the climax points of emotion are, you know, the, the points in every movie where the characters are at their lowest. And mm. I think that's, I think, you know, film is probably the most emotional medium because of actors and because you, you can see, you can see people yeah. in this film, the bits where, you know, it's raining and they go back to their house and it's flooded. And uh, the idea is, you know, it a simple thing like rain just affects poor families so much drastically differently so so drastically different than rich families for the kims it's just oh we had to cancel our camping trip but for the parks their whole life is ruined mm. and it shows this 
Well, I think it like it really it really stabs you with this idea when the dad he's like you know he there's that bit where he's waiting through his room and he picks up like a framed medal and it's clearly like you know something he's very attached to and something he's proud of it's like one of the few possessions he has that he doesn't want to let go because he takes it with him after that and as he's leaving he kind of looks around at his you know his whole life kind of now just washed away and he and he starts like crying and like fuck that was uh, that's probably my favorite point bit of the film it's it's really powerful and like it, it imbues that idea into you at the same time without you knowing it yeah it was, it was a good scene and I, I particularly like the contrast between like cutting between the shots of the rich family just doing their thing you know in their mm. normal life and then the poor people getting just you know flooded to shit like yeah it, it really highlighted like how the rich people just don't give a fuck and the next day they didn't even realize that the poor poor suburbs have been flooded like mm. yeah yeah, it was good. That was a good scene. Yeah, man. Uh, Mitchie, you wanted to play a little game of... Uh, so you think Parasite didn't deserve all the Oscars it got? Is that right? Did you Did you think it did? I think... I don't know about Best Picture. It, it's like, you know... I, I, it was it's a it's a great film i think but yeah i think best picture but. could have gone to maybe you know 1917 but all right <laughs> <laughs> well okay um basically we're gonna try and did you we're gonna go through the nominations for the awards that it won and then see if another movie that was nominated was more deserving of it i mean just like i've just been looking at it right and it's like okay parasite got the most awards it won four academy awards the most nominations went to Joker, which won, not one. it was nominated for 11 Academy Awards. Like, that's huge. And it only won one because Joaquin Phoenix was just, you know, a, a bloody good actor. But, like, aside from that, it didn't win anything, but it got nominated for 11 awards. So Parasite, on the other hand, got nominated for five, and it won four. So basically, 80% success rate, and then Joker was, like, a less than 10% success rate. So it, it, it's kind film. of like... No. Yeah, like, but, but, but like, uh, like personally, I enjoy Joker a lot more. Um, but I, I do get very. And this is one reason why I like 1917 is that I get very hooked into emotional movies, and Joker to me was a very powerful movie. And I guess you could say the thematic elements of Joker are very similar to Parasite, right? It was sort of like it, it, not quite the same, but sort of similar. Like it's about oh, yeah, cap- it's about class struggle. Yeah, it's about class struggle, plutocracy, um, capitalism, that kind of thing, right? Mm. And personally, I think Joker did a better job of that. But actually, but, we should but, cover anyway. Joker, man. I got some things actually, to say yeah, about that. Yeah, we haven't done a review on that. Yeah. It's been such a long time since I've seen it. But it, um, anyway, so it won four. So Parasite won four awards. It won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and then Best International Feature Film. Now. Best International Feature Film can basically be bundled up into Best Picture, right? Because, like, if it's going to win Best Picture, but it is an international film, then automatically it has to win Best International Feature Film. So, kind of, that award doesn't really count in a sense, because it's the same thing. Yeah, but Patrick, what do you think? So, we'll start off with the big award, Best Picture, right? That's huge. Like, you know, it's like the top award of Academy Awards in a sense, because if you get Best Picture, that means it's the best movie of the year. Uh-huh. There were eight other movies. Ford vs. Ferrari. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, we've done a review on three of these movies, actually. Whether we published them or not is another question. Um, but do you think that any of these other movies should have won Best Picture instead? Which we've already heard from you what you would have put there. Uh, wait, have we? Oh, 1917, right. Yeah, well, yeah, and I would put the same. Uh, but why? Yeah, uh, yeah I would. 
But a close second would be probably the Irishman, I'd say. I haven't seen that. Okay, but why why would you put these two above Parasite though? <sighs> I don't know. It's I mean, to be fair, I'd I'd Parasite would be a close third. Like it's but I don't know, 1917 just cuz it's because it's fucking mad that's why it's like the best movie <laughs> no ever other Jesus. description needed or explanation needed no um 1917 for me was like it's fucking cinema with like a capital c like i don't know actually you know what scratch that i i, I hate putting distinctions on it like that fucking martin scorsese up on his high chair fucking jerking himself off over oh, marvel movies on cinema but like I don't know. It, it, to me, it feels like this is what film was made for, is to create stuff like 1917. Mm. Just purely visceral, emotional experience. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you were saying before, right? Like, these film is a way of disseminating, like, emotion. Mm. It's the best way to disseminate emotion to viewers. I mean, like, I don't know. I just really don't... Like, I don't think Parasite should have got any of these awards, in my opinion. Like, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and excluding best international feature film like 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 there's nothing about it to me that makes it seem like it should have won awards like i don't think it should even be nominated for anything like it's just not that good like like it's good but it's not that good like (laughs) fucking joker in 1917 even once upon a time in hollywood like i wasn't too fond of that movie but like i still love that movie way more than this one yeah like i just thought it was quality you know but like this one's here just yeah cool the plot was kind of cool had a nice twist in the center of it but like aside from that, I didn't really know what was going on half the time. Like what what it was trying to say. Like yeah, right. Um. So if you haven't seen it, Wisecrack has a video, uh, explaining the history and the origins of the Oscars. And basically, the the gist is you know that it's it, it's all for show. Basically, it's it's Hollywood vanity at its finest. It's they're not concerned with actual artistic merit as they are with seeming prestigious. And nominating Parasite for Best Picture was another in a long line of business decisions. A couple years ago, they started not nominating every film that had an all-white cast and a white director and stuff. And they, you know, they, the times were a-changing. And so they felt that they had to change as well, which they did. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It was totally a necessary move. But everyone just can't help but feel like it's a insincere sort of direction to go and nominating parasite the first international film to will to win best picture really yeah i think so wow yeah yeah and yeah like i don't know you it's easy to look at this cynically but in this case i think it's true like yeah yeah it's the i mean it's a great film but i think the reason it got nominated is because to make the oscars look progressive and with the times well there we go that that wraps that up then i mean that that that's our reasoning behind it yeah it won it because it's Korean. <laughs> no, Although, but did you? <laughs> I see did, your point. Did you see Bong Joon Ho accepting his Oscar, and he just has the biggest smile on his face? Yeah, because he's like, "How the fuck did yeah. I get away with <laughs> yeah. that shit?" Like, jeez. I don't know. Like, like <laughs> how, you, you just can't not smile with him when you when you see it. Like, it's just for that. I'm I'm glad it won. <laughs> but, but but like like I get it. Like you know you can't nom- you can't just nominate white films all the time. But just say if I'm now if I'm playing a devil's advocate advocate for a second and they're going to say oh all white films are better because of whatever reason then they should be nominated the point of the Oscars point of best picture award should be to nominate it to the best picture which means regardless of where it's from or what gender it's made by or what sex or race or whatever actually I just said that twice sex and gender are the same thing but some people would disagree it, it doesn't matter you know and 
those things shouldn't matter. So we don't need to tick boxes for them. You just look at it all as a, all all of them as mm. the same thing, right? But like, I guess I'm just saying such obvious things right now, and everyone yeah. fucking knows this. I was no about to say, I think it, people so, are pretty yeah. savvy with what you're saying. <laughs> They are, but then they're not really. Well, the people nominated in this bullshit aren't like like best director. Like, come on, like like in in terms of directions of the movie, like I don't know, like what there wasn't anything unique about it, right? Like it, it wasn't nothing yeah. about it. like 1917 should have won that. Like that the whole movie is like unique. Like it's first time thing, you know, to for someone to do that sort of like it's just yeah. And Joker, Joker should have won over fucking Parasite. Like I just. I don't get it. I've seen some it. analysis video sort of deconstructing how symbolism is used in like the the framing and there's there's some clever tricks in in Parasite that like kind of are you know reflect reflections of the overarching themes and stuff. Mm. But yeah, it is it is it does take a lot of skill to pull that off, but it's nothing new, you're right. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, so Best original screenplay, does that mean, like, best plot, uh, sort of? Best story? Is that what that means? I mean, I'm not too yeah, I don't familiar know. what a screenplay A means. screenplay is just story adapted to, like, be filmed. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. So that's why there's a separate award for best adapted screenplay, because that comes from another form of media, like another movie or another yeah, yeah. book or like, something like that, Yeah, yeah. Like, I know, like that, th- right? there's, there's a whole books about how to write specifically a screenplay like not a book or a story or just like Mm. a screenplay because it is a unique kind of medium right yeah okay wait knives out was directed by rian johnson who did ryan johnson last sorry ryan johnson who did last jedi yes and also dude you know what i fucking learned recently ryan johnson directed the fly episode of breaking bad really yeah that's like the like the most intriguing but kind of most boring episode of the whole <laughs> fucking series. Actually, yeah. it's so weird because the tie in his photo, he's got flies on his tie. Just oh, really? For no reason. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, really? Breaking Bad? Yeah. He directed three episodes, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which ones yeah. were they? Um, Fly 51 and Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Uh, let's, let's not get too technical. We might, like, I don't, yeah. This isn't a Breaking Bad review. Otherwise, it we'll could be. Never, no. Yeah, we'll never end it. <laughs> Best TV oh, mate, show ever. Fucking Better Call Saul. They they brought back a really major character from Breaking Bad. I'm so okay, excited. Tell me. Yeah, I won't. But yeah, I mean, what? they pretty much what? brought back every Walter White. No, nah, not Walter White. Oh, but pretty major. Anyway, and that concludes this week's episode. We're not doing this weekly. We don't have a schedule. But you know what? Yeah. What, what do you mean this week? We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That concludes this... This arbitrary period of time's episode. (laughs) Join us next arbitrary period of time for our next review, which will be, what, Joker? Uh, yeah. Yeah? All right? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. (laughs) Um, I thought we were doing a lighthouse, but... Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. Whatever we feel like it. Fuck you, you're not the boss Yeah, I mean, no no one's probably listening to this shit anyway, so, you know, we don't need to let anyone know. Uh, <laughs> the lack of responsibility. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>